Hey, thanks for joining me. I'm really glad you're here. I've picked out another one of those prompts from my iPhone for us to kind of ponder and think about for a little while. The one that popped up today, well, I don't know quite what to think about it. Let me just toss it out there for you and see what you think. The prompt is, in 500 years. Okay, did you know that in 500 years, Jupiter will only be 41 Jupiter years older than it is right now? Alternatively, in 500 years, Mercury will be 2,075 Mercury years older than it is right now. So what do we conclude from that? It's for sure that 500 years is a pretty relative kind of thing. Kind of depends on where you are, I guess. But I'm here, and presumably you're here too. So I guess when we think about 500 years... We'll have to think about 500 Earth years. And in 500 Earth years, the Earth will be 500 years older than it is right now. Sure, I'm just putting it off because I can't think of any good response to the prompt in 500 years. Think about how different things are between now and the way they were in 1518. As I think about that, I suspect there is quite a lot of difference. There's not much similar to being here now as there was then in terms of the environment, in terms of things that people do on a day-to-day basis. And probably in 500 years, there will have been at least that much change. So things then won't be very much like they are now in terms of what people do and how they live and what they think is important. This is what I think is kind of interesting, though. I'm sure that in 1518, the people then thought that was normal, thought that was the way things were, the way things ought to be. They didn't give much consideration to its being much different. I mean, they might speculate about the future, they might have thought about the past, but on a day-to-day basis, they didn't think much about it. Life and living was whatever it happened to be at the time. That's true now, but also that's going to be true in 500 years. So people living then will think that's normal. They'll think that's the way the world is. They'll just simply take it for granted that things are as they ought to be. First and foremost, I think they'll wonder why we treated the earth with so little respect. They'll look at the environment, the lakes and streams, the oceans. They will look across the earth and wonder why we didn't appreciate it more, why we didn't value it more, why they are still spending their time, energy, and resources cleaning up the mess we made, hoping that they'll be able to do that while there's still time. Let me take another shot at it. In 500 years, I think the people of that time will look back at this time and wonder 
they'll kind of shake their heads and ponder. They'll try to decide. They'll try to figure it out. They'll wonder a variety of things. I think they'll wonder why the affluent majority simply disregarded, neglected, abandoned the less affluent minority, why people didn't have homes, why children and families were out on the street with no place to be, no place to stay, why there wasn't a warm meal and a warm bed for everybody, since there were obviously plenty of resources to accomplish that. They'll look at the United States and wonder why we thought we were so special, why we thought we could simply neglect the significant minority of us so that the rest of us could be affluent, so we could be middle class, so we could be upper class, so we could be wealthy, so we could be better off than they are. Why we simply walked on by and did nothing. I think they will struggle to try to understand why, with all of our opportunities and resources, we did not educate our children better. They'll give us a little credit. They'll say, you educated most of your children. You did pretty well with most of them, if you think 80% or so is enough. But they'll wonder why we left 15, 20% of our children to struggle. We left them behind in the educational process. We knew they couldn't read, but simply moved on. We knew they weren't learning, but moved on. Moved on where? Moved on wherever it was we were going and simply left them behind. And they'll think, shame on them. And I would think that we might think, shame on us, if we were there with them. I'm not sure what they're going to think about the rest of the world, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to zero in on the United States. They're going to look at our resources, they're going to look at our opportunities, and simply shake their heads at what we didn't do. They're going to wonder why we abused our children, why domestic violence was such an issue, why we didn't care more for and about the mentally ill. They're going to notice the drug abuse problem that we had, are having, that they don't have anymore. They're just going to shake their heads and feel confused, and I suspect feel very sad. I think they'll recognize that life for many of us is as harsh and unforgiving as we think it was for many folks in 1518. I'm sure they'll also find plenty of reason to be impressed. They'll say things like their technology was amazing for the time. I think they'll look at our economy and be really impressed with how resilient it is. It can go through bad times, but it rebounded, they will say. They'll point out that we have the capacity to recover, to get better, to grow, to expand our economy. And that was a good thing, they would think. They'll look at how we governed ourselves and think, wow, that was pretty good. The people back then did okay. They handled that democracy thing pretty well. There was that time around 2018 or so 
when it looked like the government was going to come to a screeching halt, that it was getting to a point where it had no capacity to accomplish anything useful. But then they'll smile and say, well, you know, we knew that they were resilient. They'd get it worked through. And they did. It was pretty rough at the time, but they managed to get on past it. They'll be amused that the only way we could figure out to get around was by using oil-based products to fuel our vehicles. But they'll understand. They'll know that it's better than horses and buggies. Not anything like they have, of course, but as primitive as it was, it was pretty amazing at the time, they will think. They will wonder why we stuck to it so long when there were ways of getting around, ways of fueling our country through solar power and wind power and various kinds of things like that that wouldn't pollute the environment, that wouldn't drain our resources, that wouldn't put such a burden on the planet. But they'll realize that we finally did catch on. They'll just wonder why it took so long. In 500 years, they won't remember me. They won't remember you. Well, they might remember you, but for sure they're not going to remember me. But they will have their memories. They'll have their priorities. They'll have the things that are important to them. And they'll wonder why we cut down all of our trees and paved over all of our green space and let our cities get out of hand. But again, they're sociologists and people that think about that sort of thing will probably come up with theories. They'll probably come up with explanations. And again, they'll say, well, you know, we got on past it, but it was just a rough patch that we went through back there in the early 2000s. I suspect that most of what we worry about won't make much difference one way or the other in 500 years. Sure, those things make a difference today, but in 500 years, I doubt it. I think we can build a wall between us and Mexico, and eventually, wiser minds, wiser people will get embarrassed and tear it down. We can take the controls off the coal mines in West Virginia, and people will die. But eventually, I think even the people of West Virginia will be wise enough to understand that that's not good for them, not good for the rest of us. We can continue to participate in wars in the Middle East, but eventually, I think, there either won't be wars in the Middle East, or we'll take our guns and go home. I hope that eventually people become sophisticated enough, evolved enough, conscious enough to know that abusing and mistreating our children is a very bad thing. I hope that eventually the powers that be come to understand that it only makes economic good sense to educate all of our children. I hope that eventually everyone understands that privacy really is a good thing if things don't evolve to the point where privacy is no longer possible. I look at the good things and hope they will continue. I look at the problems and bad things and hope they'll go away. Even so, there's a little voice inside me that's telling me that problems and opportunities will come and go, but they won't go away. 
that challenges and spectacular successes will come and go, but they aren't going to go away either. So let me go back to the prompt and see if I can finish it. In 500 years, people will still be doing the best they can to do the best they can. So in the meantime, I'll just continue doing the best I can to do the best I can and hope that works for you too. There you go. That's my personal point of view. And I hope you have a really terrific rest of your day. Please visit ppov.net to subscribe to the podcast.